This is the last chapter of the book, Maybe Everyone is Wrong, Revelations, Conspiracy, and the Kingdom of Heaven by Terry Wolf. That's me. I really want to thank you guys for listening. Although after this episode is finished, the podcast will continue and I will put out new episodes talking about all sorts of things. Whatever comes to mind, I guess. Uh, you guys can give me suggestions. Go to wolfpox.com and see where I'm all at on my content platforms, where you can support me if you feel like giving back to me. And let me give a special thanks to the patron tier supporters on Subscribestar and Patreon. ATAV, Barbara, and Marty, thank you very much. Now, let's get into this final chapter. I hope you enjoy it. God bless you. I'll see you soon. Chapter 18, Afterword. I hope that this book has awakened a powerful new appreciation in you of God's masterful strategy for this world. Whether this interpretation is true or not, it stands as a provocation to reconsider and study closely the words of Revelation, Isaiah, Daniel, Jesus, and more, and to not be content with the traditional readings and studies that so often seem to lack poetic weight and coherence. At the beginning and end of the book of Revelation, we are told that we are blessed if we simply keep the sayings of the book and hold them in our minds. How many can say that they have done this? To meditate on the text should be a daily part of our lives. It's not difficult to keep the sayings, and yet millions of self-professed believers of the Bible have failed to take this blessing for themselves and take advantage of the promise. Infinitely more could be written and said about Revelation and the deeply interwoven promises of God, and I intend to privately dwell on them with the time God has given me. This book is simply one project, meant to step through the book and stir up a hunger for more. One could research the Italian Renaissance and its morphing into the Enlightenment, along with the modern banking system, democratic republics, modern science, occultism, secret societies, and, in short, our modern era. Although not a Christian work, one starting point would be the Medici by Paul Strathern, which details the influence of the infamous Italian banking family whose finances shaped Europe, Greco-Roman revivalism, and the Catholic Church during the height of its controversies. Here you see transition into the image of the beast from a ground level, where powerful but ignorant men end up ushering in a new age of wickedness. Regarding the main discussion of this book, a few important takeaways should be highlighted. Number one, that the seals, trumpets, and vials are very different and have their own unique sequence, logic, and symbolic meaning, making it impossible to interchange them or confuse them. Number two, that the present-day church is not the final group of believers, and that much more must happen after we are killed. The gospel will be preached to the world by angels themselves eventually, 
surpassing any efforts we could make in our own lives. Number three, Israel is very important to prophecy, but for reasons that almost nobody seems to appreciate. The 144,000 Israelite elect are central to many prophecies, and we should not assume all promises are given to us only. Rather, we should be happy that God wishes to call his own people again and find a remnant to serve him. Number four, those who are evil and in the satanic conspiracy are not aware of the truth, but are deceived, ignorant, and tragically bound to evil spiritual forces that blind them to the truth of Christ. We should pray for them, not seek to destroy them. They often think they are serving God by killing us. And again, Christ himself does not lay the blame at their feet, but rather at the feet of Satan, the beast, and the spiritual powers of darkness that have been sent to earth to fulfill God's amazing plan. Number five, to die for Christ as a martyr is truly a desirable goal. To be sued, slandered, wronged, deprived, and ultimately killed because we love Christ and have taken up our cross to follow him is not simply our duty, but a guaranteed blessing in the next life. There is great reward waiting for those who are not cowards, who are not lukewarm, and who are not ashamed of the cross. Fight for that with all your strength, knowing that there will be many who are turned away because they chose the wide path where many go rather than the difficult and narrow one. There is much more we could discuss. What about that strange scene in Matthew 4, verses 8 to 9, where Satan tries to tempt Jesus by showing him the kingdoms of the world and their glory and offers them to Jesus if only he would worship him? If this was a real offer, which we can assume it was, Think of the implications. Jesus doesn't mock him for having no authority over the kingdoms. He simply rebukes him and rejects the offer. I pray that God will bless the reader of this book who turns again toward the word and rejuvenates his understanding, his passion, and his hunger for truth. This is by no means a perfect interpretation. But I can honestly say that I have tried to be the salt that has savor, not one that is flavorless, lukewarm, or bland. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Matthew 5:13 May this book be a blessing and may you anticipate the return of our Lord If you wish to contact me feel free to email maybewrong@protonmail.com 
If you'd like to listen to me reading this book and exploring the topic further, find the Not Done Yet podcast at anchor.fm slash maybe everyone is wrong or on many other podcast services. Well, that's it for the book, Maybe Everyone is Wrong, Revelations, Conspiracy, and the Kingdom of Heaven. It's available on major retailers right now. Get it before uh, the internet shuts down and nobody can buy anything anymore. Get a copy yourself. You've, you've listened to it here, but maybe you'd like to have a personal copy in case uh, something happens. This podcast is going to continue, though. I mean, this is just sort of the launching point for the rest of the podcast now. We're kind of entering season two, you could say. I'm going to talk about things in my own life, talk about different topics, kind of treat it like a radio show with commentaries. And really, this could become a beautiful way to communicate with all of you, stay in touch, and have a longer form discussion. So I'm excited about that. I hope you go to wolfpox.com, see everywhere that I'm currently creating content. Uh, I have PDF downloads too. If I, I like writing, of course, as I wrote a book. And I'm going to have more writings that I put up, commenting on things. So come back for that. Uh, come back for the commentary. Go to the website. Give this podcast a, a good rating wherever you're listening to it, if you enjoy it. And I'll see you around. Let's, uh, let's keep going, because we're just not done yet. So long, so long, so long.